This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup, just like a front three of Reese, Keane and Frockyar, right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Late drama to kick off 2023 for Preston North End in the Potteries with more melee mayhem at the Bet365. The perfect start on the pitch for Ryan Lowe's men, but off it, the challenges have already begun. We'll talk about it all. Good morning, Adam. Happy New Year. Yep, happy New Year to you too. Just about got my breath back after last night's darty party at the Alexandra Palace. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I'm in. Uh, I'm in pretty good spirits this morning, all things considered. Some of the boys were there, weren't they? McCann, Ledson, Bauer, and Woodburn. I've seen this morning. Obviously, Bauer's good mates with Michael Smith. I was going to come on to the darts because you love it. That was that was one. Of, I think that's the best darts game I've ever seen. To be fair, you might argue with that, but you watch more than me. But that was you couldn't take your eyes off it, could you? No, especially for the first sort of six or so sets, it was. Absolute mind-boggling errors, to be honest. Everything seemed to be going into the requisite target. And as we know, with, with elite sport, most of the time, professional darts players will miss the target they're going for. And in that particular match, Smith and Michael Van Geeren were um, were hitting. Um, it was it was sparkling. That leg was incredible. Uh, um, MVG wired the double 12, and then Smith said, well, what you... What you can't do, I can, and went and smashed in a maxi. Went the harder way than Van Geeren as well. You know the treble twenty, treble nineteen, yeah. and then double twelve. It was, um, yeah, it was sparkling. It's always great to see the new world darts champion. He's a Preston North End fan. Aye, you summed it up well for me when you put on Twitter, take the finishing line away or whatever it was. Did not want it to finish. It was class. Yeah, it was. It was just incredible. I could have watched it all night long. <laughs> A good sporting start, really, to 2023. Unbelievable darts final. Preston with a last-minute winner at Stoke. What was the uh, what was your whole day like, and and what was it like when that one went in? We'll talk about the game in more depth, I'm sure. But it must have been some feeling. Absolutely, yeah. It was a quiet day, really. Um, I think everyone sort of in a bit of uh, in in a little bit of a haze after that crimbo limbo type. Uh, t- time of year um, yeah. so 
um, I know the I know the Moorbrook did a coach, but um, uh, but we were on that, so we just drove, and it was um, uh, it was a quiet day, um, and it looked like um, it'd be a particularly dull drab ninety minutes, didn't it? Um, until Chedwin managed to produce a moment of that of absolute magic. It's a sparkling header, isn't it? It's delightful. Um, and the ball's good from Brown. Um, but Evans has got so much to do. Um, and he just he just got enough ched on it, didn't he? Um, <laughs> and it just sort of waltzed its way into the back post and in. And it's one of them. I had a great view of this because I was I was more or less at the tunnel. So mm. I've I've got a great view of the ball just sort of ballooning. And getting Angling ever slightly in. closer to goal, and you just know it's in. So you know you're getting ready to uh, to just erupt, and that away end went went absolutely off. And it was a bizarre away end actually, because uh, obviously you had the chanting at low to make a change, um, which I'm not entirely sure was warranted. Really, I mean you look yeah, at our I bench. Heard and... that. I couldn't quite tell from the press box whether it was make a change or, but I, I don't think they'd be asking him. To give them a wave at nil nil, but yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Originally, I thought they were asking for a wave, which I thought was bizarre. Um, and then even more bizarre, they wanted a change. Looking at our subs, um, I felt Northam were actually on top for most of the sort of last twenty minutes. Hence, why it was quite odd. I did. Um, yeah. I, I mean, other than that remarkable Woodman save uh, towards the denouement of the opening half. Um, so the ball didn't at all look like it was going to go in the net until it did. All afternoon, it was um, it was a terrible game, essentially, weren't it? It was um, woeful, wasn't it? It, it? it was truly awful. It wasn't as bad as West Brom, uh, but uh, it, it wasn't a great deal better. Two real poor sides. i tell you what, Alex Neal's got a job to do at Stoke. Yeah, we'll, um, we'll come on to that. Know, it does seem the sort of place, though, that he's like... Conducive to awful games of football, Arif. It yeah. must be hard to get it going there. Yeah, yeah, it's horrible, isn't it? It's cold, it's open, vast space. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, um, yeah, look, a great win um, from sort of um, a position where it, it didn't look at all likely. Yeah. I did wonder where Evans's goals were going to come from, really, because until we started putting these crosses in, you weren't really sure. And I thought, he must have something more to give. His headers this season have been unbelievable, haven't they, really, if you look at them? The Reading one. Yeah, the Reading one's best. Um, yeah. And then it's that one at Stoke. Yeah, um, Rovers, Millwall, it's fair play. Some, uh, yeah. some finishing. Yeah, he's always had that in him. Um, he's scored a lot of goals before, obviously, the debacle happened. Yeah, um, I don't really remember watching him in, in his younger days, but he was. I've read a few things in the last couple of days that he could have like. He thought he could have played in the Prem, really. You know, he did a yeah. bit, didn't he? But yeah, he, we're seeing that now. Yeah, um, and uh, we're not sort of going overboard here. No, he's a, uh, he's a, uh, he's been really useful for North End. Um, he's actually been a very good, a piece of business essentially to bring him in. Uh, from Fleetwood, if you remember all that sort of uh, amongst the backdrop it came with people calling to cancel his loan. Um, and those opinions might have been warranted, but you can't argue with what he's done on the field. 
Uh, no. It, well, it was a mix, wasn't it? Of I'm not happy with us signing this person, but also people thought he was pretty naff as a player. But yeah, the latter has definitely been proven wrong in most cases. I think. Absolutely, um, and he's really good in those sort of games where it's a bit, you know, it's really ugly stuff. Um, and that's the sort of game that you want Evans in. He grafts hard. We saw that in the 98th minute, whatever it was, when he when he chased down their keeper. Um, and, and, you know, all we want as North End supporters is to see uh, the players replicating our emotions in the stands. And that's what Evans always does. So um, he's always going to be popular um, amongst the sort of match-going support. Um, unfortunately, he's not going to do it all alone. Um, he needs a little bit of support, and that's what makes this month rather big now. No. First half, I thought we started pretty well. I thought Reese was good early on before going off. Johnson was just floating around as he does, He's picking up them spaces out on the left. And I thought we were playing some decent stuff, and then we had to adjust, didn't we, when Reese went off and Woodburn, obviously a very different player. You know, I was, at half time, I was, was, was a bit worried about how we were going to. Get into the game, but fair play. We held it tight at the back. Um, Woodburn finished the game stronger after not really getting into it, and we got the points. Yeah, I've, the whole Johnson situation is an odd one. Uh, we couldn't land a glove on West Brom. He didn't get brought on. Yeah, um, bizarre, unless he just thought it was done. But surely you'd put him on anyway. Yeah, it was odd. It was really quite bizarre. Um, and then he goes and performs like that at Stoke, especially that sort of last half an hour. That was sort of um, vintage Johnson, just roaming, freely moving, looked to have the sort of game at his mercy, essentially. Um, he's a great player when, he, when he's in that mood, when he's in that sort of guise. Um, and then the most annoying part about the Reese thing was... Um, when he injured himself, it was pure Reese, wasn't it? It was, yeah. it was the Reese that's that that's at his most dangerous when he's directly running at and past defenders. Um, and I was close to the tunnel, like I mentioned earlier. Um, and he didn't look good. He was walking off the field. He looked he looked particularly sort of emotional about it, and that's never a good sign. Um, so, um, I'm not sure. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, wait for a comment off the manager, but it doesn't appear all that great at the moment. No. Um, uh, which, which wasn't good because, um, as we know, he can put the ball in the back of the net and he's a great asset to us. Uh, and him and Evans can be can be a good strike for us. So, that's that's uh, that's not good news. But, um, yeah, tricky one, isn't it? Yeah, the issue with Reese is as well as losing a good player, it's just numbers, isn't it? That's the worry because I'm not sure Maguire doesn't score many goals at all, but he's he is a striker and Parrot's still not back yet. Kind of, if it is going to be serious with Reese, which it looks like it might be, we're pretty much relying on Evans unless we can get somebody in. Onto a more positive though from the game, I thought Diaby was solid at the back and McCann looked back to his uh, sort of top fitness and, and sharpness in the middle of the park. He was just buzzing around, doing what he does. Yeah, uh, really good energy from McCann again. He's good to have in the team, obviously. His record speaks for itself when he's in the team. Uh, he's not the most flashy player in the world, is he? But he, no. he's, sort of, he's sort of just everywhere, isn't he? He's sort of... Um, great levels of commitment. Covers every blade of grass. He does exactly what you'd ask for him, really. Uh, and Bambo, the team comes out and you sort of... 
ducking for cover essentially when you see Bambo starting, you're thinking, crikey. Uh, but no, um, every credit to him. Um, he was on the pace. Um, he showed really good pace as well, actually. Um, oh, that one in the first yeah, half, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, the first half when he's when he's charging back and put a real strong tackle and put ball into the crowd. I love that sort of stuff. Mm. Um, he had a good game. You didn't really notice him, did you? Uh, which is always a good sign from a defender. Um, so, yeah, kudos to him. Um, he's actually not that bad on the ball, is he? You know, we've got some. No, it's uh, it's intriguing, really, isn't it? The style of yeah. him because he looks like he can't quite believe what's landed at his feet, but then he'll pull off a really nice sort of zipped pass forward. Yeah, I always, I always cringe a little bit when he gets the ball, but um, but it's starting to sort of, uh, it's not as cringy anymore. He, most of the time, he he um, he's able to uh, to display composure and uh, he's just pretty competent on the ball to be honest especially when you compare him to the other defenders that we have who aren't quite as uh, as fluid on the ball um, but yeah um, of course he's got that moment of madness in him uh, we all know that he he might be a little bit of a ticking time bomb but um, but in the meanwhile there was story suspended was he suspended I think was he no I think no. he's we'll have to see tomorrow a uh, little Muscle injury, he said it was very vague. Right. Well, that's not ideal if it's a muscle injury. Uh, but, yeah, um, he's a he's an OK a, a replacement for stories, isn't he, I suppose? Yeah, a lot of improvements still with him, obviously, but I think his pace is, is an asset that you'd like to see us try and use a bit more. I think when he started, he's actually done reasonably well. Lost a couple, one, two or three, I think, and drawn maybe one or two. But he's been chucked on in these difficult games as a sub, hasn't he? And up front and at wing back, and that's probably not fair on the player, really. You know, because that sort of skews the perception of him as a footballer. But when he started, there has been signs he can be useful. Really, he's only twenty-four, I think, still. So yeah, there's great scope for improvement, um, and that only comes with playing games. Uh, the FA Cup weekend to come, I imagine he'll start in that game. So I uh, get another ninety minutes into him. Um, and, uh, and like I say, he's young and hopefully he can uh, he can he can have an impact to you. Yeah, Lowe said afterwards they'd kept it really simple. He mentioned the language barrier as well, which was interesting. You know, maybe he struggled on, on the pitch communication wise, which I hadn't really considered to be fair. But he said Brown was was asked to really help him out and just to they kept it really simple with his instructions. Um, you know, pass if there's a pass on. Look for Evans if there is, bring it forward if you can. Seem to help him, I think. But yeah, you mentioned Neil before. It, it was very toxic at Stoke, wasn't it? In the last sort of closing stages. He's not got it going. I think a lot of people thought he would. What do you make of the job he's got on there? You know, the takeaway was was the fact that how early the supporters were getting on the team's back and his back. Um, yeah. You always got the impression that that game was there for the taking because of the support more than anything. Like they, yeah, their sort of trepidation bred confidence in everybody else. Um, it was bizarre. He's got a massive job there, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, you felt there got... was one moment, didn't you? Just left for us. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's all game, uh, and he's actually got some really good players there. Um, and oh, they showed that deep now when they turned up and just absolutely. Rips is a new one, didn't he? Um, yeah, he's one of uh, one of his early games. Um, but 
Um, and there's something not quite right there. Um, yeah, it's a massive job. Um, it's one that I reckon he'll enjoy, though. Oh, um, yeah. You know, he looks absolutely painful in his face, but inside, you know, he probably absolutely loves it. Yeah, he'll be... Yeah, you know him better than me, but he'll be absolutely loving that, I imagine, like... <laughs> And loving the challenge, loving trying to get the best out of players, loving trying to uh, c- come up with ways to beat teams. Um, I saw him have a little bit of a smile to himself, actually, as, as the supporters were chanting, sacked in the morning. He had oh, a little really? bit of a smile. I didn't, I didn't hear that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and when he was walking down the tunnel, uh, it got sort of... Um, it got sort of... Uh, overtaken by applause, but yeah, uh, there was a couple of people chatting in Saturday in the morning, and he allowed yeah. himself a quick smile before obviously uh, retracting it and, uh, and going back to his business face. But um, it'll be absolutely fine. Um, yeah, no, uh, no problem with that. But he's got a big job on his hands there, um, and he needs to get the supporters uh, back on his uh, sort of side because. Um, it's um, it's an uphill task when you don't in that big in that big open space of Stoke Bowl. Yeah, his post-match comments were funny. He breaks the game down so well, and then just comes out with this: um, "If we score in the first half and go one nil up, Preston have to come out, and it's a different complexion on the game. But when you lose, nobody cares. They don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear what I've got to say. They'll look at it and say I'm talking rubbish, and that's fine. Just kneel all over in it." Well, he's not. Um, he's, he's been in the game a long time. Um, he knows how sort of fickle supporters can be. Um, if we hadn't won at Stoke, you know, there'd be people coming out on Twitter saying, you know, this is absolute garbage. It's pathetic. Like, what the hell are we paying for? It's awful to watch and all that. Um, but it is what it is, isn't it? You know, mm. that sort. If if they win that game one nil, then. Um, it sort of takes the pressure off a little bit, but he'll know that obviously um, he's getting criticism. Um, like I said earlier, I reckon he'll he'll thrive under that under that pressure. Yeah, there was a funny moment after the game in press where he walked past Evans doing his interview, noticed it was him. Guy signed, sort of wry smile, patting him on the back, and said, "I think he said." Uh, well, it began with F and ended in Ucker, but it was funny. Just kind of... <laughs> um, what was it like when the goal went in then? I know you mentioned it at the start, but was it uh, was it limbs in full flow? Absolutely, yeah. You... Most people make a beeline towards the pitch in the players, but obviously due to my recent past, <laughs> uh, I can no longer do that. So I sort of... I don't know. It's one of them, isn't it, where you completely lose control of yourself and your emotions yeah. and your uh, and your limbs. So I sort of went flying to my right, which was towards like the goal, yeah. um, and, and and like space just sort of opened up. Like most people went left and down, whereas I went right. So I was in sort of no man's land in the away end. Um, but yeah. It just went absolutely off, you know. There's bodies everywhere. Uh, yeah. There's just human matter flying everywhere. It's just a great moment, isn't it? Um, and uh, and yeah, it was great to see Evans actually come over to the supporters because his uh, initial movement was it was away, wasn't it? It was yeah, yeah. 
it was towards Brown, but he took his top off and sort of ambled around. I'll tell you what, Alan Brown's reaction is brilliant as well. If you watch oh, that I've video, yeah, uh, where he's giving it to the whole fans, it's uh, <laughs> it's fantastic. Um, but yeah, um, oh, you can't beat a good melee, can you? No. Yeah, he must. When he's taking that corner, he must have had some awful things being shouted at him, and he's just thought, Absolutely. "Yeah, we'll give Absolutely. a bit back." The pictures yeah. are great, though. Yeah. Oh, they are great. Yeah. Yeah, the emotional people's uh, faces, and you know, you recognise most people, don't you? And yeah, it's a lovely moment that. Yeah, we've tried to keep it positive, but obviously, coming out that Cameron Archer looks like he's going to go to Middlesbrough, which is. It's a bloody tough blow, isn't it, really, at the start of the window? I guess the only positive is that it is at the start of the window and Preston are going to have time to look at other people, but he's, we've been clear that he's the num- he's been the number one target and it doesn't look like North End are going to get him back. Yeah, Were you hopeful of, of getting him back or did you think it was a bit of a, a pipe dream to get him after how good he was last year? Yeah, I was always hopeful uh, without, much, no, I was. without much confidence. <laughs> it's... Um... You know, you put a contract in front of him um, from North End, who were 10th, inconsistent. You know, he was at the West Brom game, I think, uh, and he's watched that and he's probably thought, like, these are atrocious. He's going to go down, never mind. Mm-hmm. And, go, and go towards the top of the table. Um, uh, and then you put a Middlesbrough contract and it's the same deal. Uh, and he's a excited up-and-coming coach in Carrick. And they're going in the right direction. They've just hammered Brum, who I imagine he won't be that keen on at the weekend. And he's probably thought, you know what, I quite fancy that challenge. You know, I like, I like the ambition of Middlesbrough. I think they've got a good chance of going up. You know, I think they're in the playoffs now, aren't they? Fifth. So, um, so really, it's a no-brainer, isn't it? If you take the sort of emotion out of it and you take his loan spell out of it and last year, and we were in for Cameron Archer, like, would anybody be stunned that we didn't get him? Yeah. Um, I, I know the comments that, that his brother made um, where he said that uh, it would always be North End that he'd choose. You've got to take that with a pinch of salt, haven't you? Um, yeah, it felt too good to be true, didn't it? Yeah, he's basically put his brother in the shot window as well. Yeah. Um, and they always appeared with quite odd comments anyway, didn't they? Like, yeah. why? Who were you to come out and say that, really? <laughs> But um, yeah, look, uh, it's it will be a shock to absolutely nobody. Um, <laughs> of course, of course, you're a little bit disappointed, but such is life. He moves on to uh, to Middlesbrough. You won't surprise if he managed to get them towards the top or in the playoffs or or even up. Mm. The longer he was away, you always kind of thought maybe he's feeling for. Preston will dwindle and he'll sort of hit home. He needs he needs a really the best move he can he can get in this month because he's played like sixty minutes. I think people expected him to play more than that. You know, I don't know if he's going to get much game time. To be fair, if he does go there, well, he should do because he's a class player. But they've got other strikers that are, that are going well. But I think we said, didn't we, like a week ago, that Preston needed to go into January having played well and picked up some results, and they won, won one out of four, which. You don't know if that's played a part, but I can't imagine it helps when you've got Borough absolutely flying under a guy like Michael Carrick and, and Preston have won one out of four and played pretty dross at West Brom. And if he was there watching that, like you say, um, yeah, not ideal. And that 
and that's exactly what Middlesbrough have done. You know, they've gone on on a run approach in January, and they've got themselves in into quite an attractive looking position for players yeah. to join. Um, and and ultimately, it's a no brainer, really. If I was Cameron Archer in Sport North End, I'm I'm going to Borough. As simple as that. Um, they sell it out, know. don't they? Raucous yeah, fans, really. It's a massive club, and you play with better players. Um, and the Michael Carrick factor would be, <laughs> uh, to me anyway, quite appealing. He's always going there, really. Really, mm. you, you've got to keep yourself sort of level-headed. And unfortunately, we're we're not necessarily able to compete with Middlesbrough, who who are in the playoffs, and you know they get. To a lot of fans on every week and all that, we're just not the same size club. That's largely due to catchment area, but it is what it is. Yeah, it's the risk we loan players. I guess they they break your heart, don't they? Now and then, we've seen it a Absolutely. few times in recent years. Cameron Archer's not our player. And he, ne- um, and he, ne- he was never. Even if we got him, he was never going going to be our player. So it was going to be a temporary thing again. Yeah. Anyway. 20 odd days left. Hopefully, they can get somebody in if Reese is injured because they need at least one, don't they? Oh, yeah. It's uh, it's just added that little bit of clarity to the month that um, if it wasn't a big window before, it certainly is now. It is. I don't envy them at all. <laughs> at all. Huddersfield in the FA Cup coming up. You love this competition, don't you? I do love this competition, but it's been hard to love this competition in recent years, but in North End, you know, I was yep. big. Um, uh, I was a big Alex Neal fan, but he used to treat this competition with utter contempt. It used to wind me up no end. But um, yeah, Michael I just Crow hope we springs to uh, springs to mind. Competition winner, staggering really. Um, yeah, the FA Cup, um, a little bit of light relief, I think, um, mm. from the difficulties of of trying to get points every week. Uh, I just hope we play a competitive team. Um, and we really ought to be looking at past Huddersfield and get a good draw in the fourth round. A good draw would be a non-league team at home. Um, why, why not give this cup competition a real good goal this season? You know, we need, we clearly need the money. Yeah, um, and it's a good opportunity just to get that little bit of feel-good factor around the club. I don't buy all this nonsense about uh, you know it being a distraction to league form. What are we playing for? Are we playing for what we? Resting players for, you know, like a trip to, I don't know, where do we go towards the end of the season away? Swansea, Middlesbrough, March. Is that what is that what we're resting players for, really? <laughs> I know people look at the uh, look at the league and think, uh, oh come on, we can give this a rag of go. But if we're being totally realistic, does anyone genuinely believe we're going to get in the playoffs? <laughs> uh, I think I think a cup run would uh, would really bring you know, good feeling back to deep now. So if I could send a message to Ryan Lowe, it would be, let's win the cup. I'm up for the cup. Yeah. Okay, sirrah, sirrah. Why not? Make us dream. There's no midweek game till February the 15th. So we've got Huddersfield, then a week to Norwich, a week to Birmingham, a week to Coventry, a week to Bristol City, a week to Burnley. So it's not like they're going to be put through the absolute ringer and they've had a month off anyway, haven't they? Yeah, uh, so we're still missing players, aren't we, from that uh, from that injury crisis? Yeah, 
the only one so, is Evans, isn't it? You don't know whether to give, do you go in, go with him for ninety minutes again. But if not, who else? Well, yeah, I mean, you could give the young lad a start, couldn't you? Yeah, uh, cross a dare, but um, I don't know it'd be tricky for him to sort of. It's still a championship defence at the end of the day, Huddersfield, isn't it? Um, it? It would be uh, a massive sort of learning opportunity for him, which would be good. Uh, but again, um, we'd like, well, I just want to win. I just want to win this round, so you play your best team in my um, uh, in my view, really. Uh, Evans, uh, if you can't go for 90 minutes, then that's fine. You rest him and you play the youngster. Try and bring him on if um, uh, if it's not going as well as you might hope. But uh, yeah, play your best team. Why not? Spot on. We'll wrap that up there, mate. Nice one. Lovely. Good to chat. Yeah. It's the 90th minute and Peony are on the TV. You're watching with all your mates and the McNugget share boxes are open for all. Your pal's already been booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Result. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com on the McDonald's app. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.